back to school 2020 looks different this year, doesn't it? As I'm recording this in July, because I batch all of my content, as I'm recording this, nowhere in the United States has decided what they're going to do for school yet. There are a million and one different ideas and options floating around, whether it's an AB schedule, online school, part online, fully in person, although I'm not sure anyone's actually considering that one, homeschooling, total virtual school. There are so many different options, and if you're a parent, your mind is likely spinning. I am seeing Facebook post after Facebook post after Facebook post. What are you guys doing? I'm not sure what I'm doing. What are you going to do? What are the different options that your school district's providing? On and on and on. There's a lot of unknown surrounding this. And while I don't have any answers for you as far as what you should do for your family, what I do have are four ways that you can handle this transition no matter what your family has decided to do. These four things are going to be ways that you can have that work-life balance and have space to continue to grow your business while dealing with whatever it is that you've decided. And if you're not a parent, stay tuned because there is a lot that you can get out of this episode to apply to any time of transition within your business. You're listening to episode 19 of the Chasing Simple podcast. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hey friends, so before we dive into this episode, I just want to take a moment to make sure that you're aware of this resource that I've created for you. So content creation, it's a lot of work, right? First, you've got to decide what to post about, then you've got to outline it. Next comes your rough draft, then your edits, and a second edit, and then more edits, and then you finally got your final draft. But then you still have to format it, create and choose the graphics and images you're going to use, and then finally you can schedule it. But that doesn't even include any of the work you have to do once it's out there for the world. It's exhausting, right? Now, you already know that I am all about using batching to speed this process up. But I kept hearing from y'all that the actual creation process also just takes a really long time for you. So 
I created a free audio training for you, eight tips for faster content creation. This training is all about the actual writing process and how you can speed that along. And as always, it's really quick to listen to, learn from, and implement. If you're ready to speed up your content creation process, head on over to amandawarfield.com forward slash resources. Again, that's amandawarfield.com forward slash resources to snag that free audio training. Hit pause, get your hands on it, and start simplifying the content creation process. And then, of course, you can jump right back into this amazing episode. The first tip I have for you is really, really practical, and it is to create space for work and for school if necessary, if your kids are going to be homeschooling or virtual schooling or whatever the case may be. Create space in your home for these things because when you have a dedicated space for something, when you get into that space, your brain is going to more naturally transition into whatever that is. So if you have even just a card table or a TV tray that you have set up in a corner of your dining room with your laptop on it, when you sit down in front of that TV tray, your brain is going to naturally click over into work mode. It doesn't have to be the most ideal situation and it doesn't have to be some Pinterest worthy office in order for you to get productive work done and to have a successful business. None of those things are necessary, but by creating space for you to get work done and then also creating a separate space for schoolwork for your children, if that's necessary for your family, you're setting y'all up for success when you are trying to work from the couch or work from bed, you're not going to be as productive. You're not going to get as much stuff done. It's going to be harder for you to focus and you're going to waste time. You're going to spend so much longer working on each task that you're going to waste a ton of time. When you are having to work on your business, take care of the household, and also supervise schooling for your kids, you don't have time to waste. You want to be able to transition quickly and easily in and out of work, in and out of school, in and out of household tasks. And finding that balance, finding that easy transition, a large part of that is having that dedicated space. So very first tip. The second tip I have for you is to set up new routines to set up your days well. So something that I noticed for myself and for a lot of my clients when all this coronavirus stuff first happened is that we were so desperate for things to go back to the way that it was before to go back to our old routines that we either a gave up any kind of routine or b we tried to continue to stick to our old routines that just weren't working but we kept doing them anyways that we were stressing ourselves out further for no reason and my husband russell went back to work in june i believe And we waited all that time to create new routines and it was a huge mistake. Looking back now, I want to bonk myself on the head because I wasted so much time and mental energy struggling with not having a solid routine because I wanted things to go back to the way they were so desperately. So don't do that to yourself. Accept that you are in a new phase of life, a new life stage and that this is the way things are now and go ahead and set up new routines that are going to set your days up for success. Two routines that I recommend everyone having is a morning routine and an evening routine. Especially if you have kids that are not going to school and that you're continuing to have to monitor whether it's just monitoring virtual school or you're homeschooling, whatever the case may be, you need time for yourself. You need to take care of yourself. And a great way to do this is to set aside time in the morning before they get up, if they're young especially, 
set aside time in the morning for whatever you need, whether that's exercise, whether that's Bible study, whether that's meditation, whatever it is, make time for it in the morning. That is a huge way to make sure that your day is successful by filling yourself up first, because especially when times are so draining, if you are drained, you cannot serve others well. I know you hear this all the time probably, but I cannot stress it enough. Fill yourself up first thing so that you can serve throughout the rest of the day. Other things that I like to do in my morning routine just to kind of get things going, I like to have small wins like cleaning out the litter box, making my bed, emptying the dishwasher, right? Little tiny tasks that can make a really big difference in the way I'm feeling, how productive I'm feeling. They also have to get done at some point, so I just knock them out. And then also when, you know, you walk by your bed and it's already made, even if the rest of the room is a disaster, it makes you feel like your house is cleaner than it is. When the dishwasher's open, dirty plates can go right into it so you don't end up with pile up in the sink. That's going to be really important if you've got kids home all day, right? Those kind of things will set your day up for success. Evening routines, running the dishwasher so that you can empty it in the morning, setting up the coffee, setting up lunches, even if you're just eating from home, even if your kids are just staying home, go ahead and pack lunches for the next day so that you can save time and not have to worry about it. If you've got leftovers from the night, pop those suckers in. It's so much easier to eat over leftovers if your kids are home, right? But they're already portioned out. It's already set aside for them. They could, if they're old enough, even do it themselves. Set up the lunches, set up the snacks, whatever that would look like or whatever you need so that that's ready. So you don't have to do it tomorrow during lunchtime or you don't have to do it in the morning. Go ahead and get that stuff ready. If your kids are going to school, pack their lunches, set their shoes by the door so that you're not missing two shoes in the morning and you can't find them and you're late. Anything that you need for the next day, go ahead and set it out. So those are two routines that I think everyone should have, morning and evening routine. But look at what you've got going on for your individual family and ask yourself, what other routines are necessary? What do you have happening? Maybe you need routines around school. Maybe you need routines around work. Go ahead and set up an ideal week. Mark out the times where you want to spend time on school and where you want to spend time on work and where you want to spend time on household management and where you want to have white space with nothing planned. Go ahead and create an ideal week so that you can work towards that and you create routines around those times. And it won't be perfect. You won't hit that ideal week every week, but you can continue to tweak it and make it better and time block towards that ideal week every single week. The third way to handle this transition is to look at everything that you've got on your plate and simplify as much as possible. So what I like to have my clients do is to literally write out every single thing that you do. And maybe you want to separate it into categories. Maybe you want to make a list of everything you do at home and you want to make a list of everything you do for school things for your kids. Maybe you want to make a list of everything you do for work. And then I want you to go through and I want you to really ask yourself if each item is necessary. Because I'm going to be real honest with you. I think that expecting parents to be able to work full-time, even if they're working full-time from home, and manage the household full-time, and being there to support their kids in their learning, even if the kids are just doing virtual school, it's not possible. It's not sustainable. So you need to simplify as much as possible and recognize that this is a season of life where you cannot do it all and you can only do what's absolutely necessary. So look at everything on that list and cross out as much as you need to and then cross out some more, okay? 
And then the last tip I have for tra- for handling this transition is to batch your content so that you don't have it hanging over your head every day and week. If you've got young kids that pretty much need your attention 24-7 and you're struggling to find time to work, this is a great way to keep showing up in your business without having to show up every single day. Let's say you only have four hours a week where you can work. And right now you're basically spending all those four hours doing client work, answering emails, handling customer service, and putting content out there. You're not growing your business. And most likely you're feeling pretty stressed and burnt out because those four hours probably aren't enough. They probably, or they probably don't feel like enough, I should say. You're probably putting out content that's not super relevant, that is just anything that you can pull out of your mind. You're probably feeling burnt out because you're having to daily create content. And that is no way to run a business. That's no way to put out consistent content. And that's no way to put out high quality content. And you need both consistent and high quality content to grow an audience and to build your business. If you're just putting out any content just to put content out, your audience can see right through you. And now you might be like, Amanda, I don't have time. I can barely keep my head above water. And I get that. And that is why batching your content is so important. Because if you can have a friend or your spouse or a parent, have anyone watch your kids for one day so that you can be alone and fully focus on your business for one day and set up a month's worth of content for one day out of each month, that's all you need. One day to set up enough content to keep you present in your business, to keep showing up and to have content that is high quality and consistent. You can spend those four hours a week doing the things that will grow your business, showing up for your clients, answering customer service, and thinking up new ideas, right? That is why batching your content is so important because even in a time like this where you may have almost no time to work, you can still show up for your business and still grow your business through high quality, consistent content. And if you're someone who has tried batching in the past and it just seems like creating even a single blog post takes up a whole day, it just takes too long, I want you to head to the show notes and grab my free audio training eight tips for faster content creation. In fact, that's your action step for this week. Everyone who's listening to this, go ahead and do that so you can save yourself some time with this back to school transition. Create that content faster, but still create high quality content. Create content that you're proud of putting out there, right? Don't just create any and all content, create high quality content. And this free audio training is quick and to the point, super short, sweet, but It'll help you create faster content so that you can batch more at once so that you're not just spending an entire day working on one blog post. It's going to help you create a month's worth of blog posts at once, okay? So go grab that. Again, you can just head to the show notes and grab that, which if you're subscribed to this podcast, you should be able to just scroll down and see more. But if you're not subscribed, for some reason, Apple Podcasts at least won't show you the show notes. So you can go to amandawarfield.com forward slash 019 or just head to amandawarfield.com and click on the resources page and it'll be on there too. There's a lot of different ways to find this free this free training. So no excuses. If you even just need to DM me on Instagram and say, send me the link, I'll do that. Whatever is easiest for you. I want to make sure to get this training in your hand because it has been so helpful for so many people. I've gotten so many DMs about it already. So make sure you go do that. Now, this week's book recommendation is Atomic Habits by James Clear. I might have already recommended this in the past, but I think that it's really relevant for everything that I'm talking about today and everything that's going on right now. You're going to have to set up new habits in this transition period. And this book really 
was just so helpful for me for setting up habits. And I was already a really organized, really routine and habit-driven person when I read it. So I know that it will really help everyone who is listening. So again, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. And again, your action step for this week is to go grab that free audio training, eight tips for faster content creation. Go grab that and let me know what you think. And until next time, I hope that you go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.